have a very special guest here today, Alexandra. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? Good. I'm glad I'm here. I thought I would do something yeah. new, and you were the perfect person to contact. Yeah, I'm glad I was a runner-up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely took advantage of it, took the opportunity. Yeah, might as well. That's why I always tell people, I'm like, message me. Why not? Though I mean, I'll never say no. So I'm. I always love to meet new faces and meet new people, and it's always fun to network around Greeley too. Yeah, yeah. You meet new people. Yes, for sure. I just for met sure. A new friend today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Alessandra's a real estate. Would you say you're an agent or a broker? A real estate agent. Okay. It's the same thing basically. A yeah. broker is higher than an agent, but okay, same thing. Yeah, perfect. Well, do you want to um, introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, so um, my name is Alex. I'm from Greeley, Colorado. Basically, grew up in Greeley, Colorado. Um, and a little bit about myself, I guess, is I have lived in Colorado all of my life, basically. Um, and now that I'm like getting older and becoming more of an adult and adulting <laughs> more, I had to pick a career and I decided to choose real estate, which I love doing. Um, I just started this year. But I've been in the market for about three years studying it. Um, and that's basically what I'm pursuing now. That's like the fun part in me now. So every time you see me, I'm always keeping it real estate. Like literally always talking about it. You ask my friends what's new. It's always something about real estate. So sorry if I get a little bored about annoying you guys with real estate. But yeah, basically that's my main thing right now. Um I I literally just work. I like to have fun, go out with friends, meet new people. Um, I'm all about uh, meeting new people, new experiences, and just learning. I love to learn. Like I love learning new things, yeah. whether it's something out of my comfort zone or something I'm already doing. I just love learning. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you, you said you started this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you said you've been in the well, kind of like the market. For three, market for three years. Did it, is that how long it takes to like do schooling, um, or you just kind of feel out if that's what you wanted to do or not? No, so you you can go to school for a year to six months, just depending how long you're gonna take to get the license. But okay, for me, it took me about a year to get my license, and um, I say I was in the market for three years because I bought my first home in 2020. And oh, okay. So ever since I had bought my first home in 2020, mm -hmm. I was really inspired by my real estate agent yeah. because I mean. I loved him to death, but when I was working with him, I almost felt like, you know, I was doing the work too. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool because I'm like, what? I should be doing this. Like, right, yeah. you know, finding the houses, you know, getting the best deal that I could possibly get, negotiating, <laughs> um, you know, just throwing in offers. And it was fun. Like, and it really just made me open my eyes to be like, like, I want to do something like this because yeah. I was already working a job and I felt like a slave working there. Just because I didn't like it. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't like it at all. So, I had finally decided to go to school. Once I closed on my house, I stayed at my job for about a year. And then I started going to school. That took me about a year to get my license. Yeah. The tests were horrible. I failed four times. I heard the test is really hard, yeah. It's two tests with, uh, one has 80 questions, and I think the other one has 100. Oh, damn. Um, and, <laughs> That's a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. And I was so ready to give up by, like, the fourth test because mm -hmm. I just kept failing. And they were just the most random, dumbest questions that you could ask a fifth grader. And he would probably pass because of the way they word it. But it was yeah. just so confusing the way they would put the words. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I had finally passed, and then I got there, and then I just started doing real estate. And I already knew some people, you know, that were interested in buying real estate and selling real estate. So I had a little bit of my feet dipped in um, yeah. when I got my license. But, yeah, that's what really made me want to go and pursue that career was because once I closed on my house, I'm like, dude, this is so fun showing yeah. people houses. <laughs> Arguing with other real estate agents, yeah. like this is why my client deserves this, you know. But so is it? Have you ever seen the show Sun Selling Sunset? Yeah, I love is that. It, show. Is it realistic ish? I know it's really reality TV and it's very fabricated. Mm -hmm. though. Yeah, but like the the house selling part is that kind of well ish, or is the whole is the whole show pretty fake? <laughs> to to in your experience, I guess. To be houses. fair. I can't compare, obviously, to well, yeah. Colorado's market. or so, like, million-dollar houses, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it basically is like that. Like, you know, you have clients, and you're trying your best to, like, mm -hmm. get them in a home if they want to buy or sell a home. And whether they're buying a home, like, you want to be there and represent them and have their best interests. 
And sometimes they're not going to have the highest, you know, pricing of homes where they're allowed to go look at all these, like, yeah. expensive <laughs> homes. But, I mean, compared to selling Sunset, it's fun like that. Like, you work mm-hmm. with other agents and, like, you either make it or you break it because you are your own boss. So, yeah. like, you could sit there and bullshit. Or you could sit there and literally get work done, go find leads, go find buyers, go find sellers, and go make some deals. But, yeah, yeah I mean, somewhat when you look at Selling Sunset, yeah, they, they do what they're supposed to do, but they're just working with different numbers. Way yeah. bigger numbers. Way bigger numbers. Yeah. Because I've seen it, and it's like, oh, I want to sell houses. Of course, mm-hmm. like, it would be different, but then I'm just like, is it really, like, that fun, or is it just, like, they just make it seem like that for TV, you know? No, it is fun. Like, it really is fun. I think once you're in real estate for a few years, because I've met so many real estate mm-hmm. agents who were so successful, so inspiring, and they're entrepreneurs that are just killing it. I mean, they're pulling in $500,000 in one year, um, and they're just doing big things. And to me, I find it crazy because it's like you would think if you're a person that makes $500,000 in one year, like you're going to stop and take a break and like yeah. you know, live your life. No, like, some of these real estate agents, like, they're going hard. Like, they don't stop. And yeah. to me, I'm like, that blows my mind because I'm like, wow, like, and there's so much to learn that you think that they would stop and, like, just take a break. But, like, these agents that have been in the game for five years, ten years, three years, they're just pushing themselves to keep learning, to keep getting numbers. And it's just so cool. Like, yeah. But it is fun. Like, it is fun. You know, you there's always uh, events going on. Like, you always have open houses. You always have... There's the fun thing about real estate is there's always a crazy story like yeah. every day like one day it could be this and then the next day like you're working with a complete different client that just like their stories like God. and we're talking about people who are going through a divorce mm-hmm. people who you know are wanting to buy with their best friend or sell with you know their friend because they don't want to no longer have a house it's just really cool you hear different stories all the time yeah and I think that makes it fun. I love that. Yeah. See, it's a different perspective from oh, really yeah. say. You're like a therapist at the same time. Yeah. No lie. Like, <laughs> I didn't, and then your emotions. If you cannot control your emotions. Oh, I bet that's good hard. Good luck being a real estate agent because, you know, one day you think your deal's going to fall through tomorrow and that, that day comes mm-hmm. and your deal falls through and yeah. you don't want to sit there and cry because, you know. And that sucks too because if you don't sell, you don't make money. Exactly. So it's like you're broke until you sell. Yeah. Not broke, right. but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Basically. Yeah, yeah. that's really hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like people don't understand that about, like, um, working for yourself. That, like, literally, if you don't work, you don't make money. Exactly. It's not like you are, like, if you work for somebody else, you automatically have a paycheck. You automatically have something. Yeah. They're just, they're just fucked if you don't yeah. have anything. And the people just assume it's just because you take different careers, like, such as real estate. Like, oh, it's easy money. You don't have to work. But, mm-hmm. no, you do. You actually do have to take the work. I feel like you have to work even more. Yeah. No, yeah. you do. And... You think that your day's over by six. Like, there's people who are getting off at seven, and they're calling you about a house that they yeah. want to see. So, is your day over? No. no. You, you kind of have to <laughs> Yeah, you, you want to be there them. for them yeah. because you want to make sure you're there for them. Buying a house is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, even selling a house is a big oh, deal. Yeah. Investing into real estate is a big deal. You want to make sure you are at your best with your clients. Yeah. Or else they're going to go with somebody else. Like, right. You don't want that. No, you want to keep all the clients. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. So we're just going to dive into some questions. I pulled these out of Google because I didn't know what to ask. Because <laughs> I'm like, let me try to find something. Um, so we already pretty much answered most of them, which is great. Um, so anyone that's watching and is really wanting to like sell or buy, I did ask, I do have questions for that. So I guess we'll dive into the selling portion of it. So um, how should someone prepare their house before selling it? Well, you know, there are sellers who take great care of their house where there's not much not to sell besides just take great pictures and you know post it on the MLS and then you have some other you know clients yeah. who obviously you know sometimes there's a hardship when people are selling their house and that's why they have to sell their house um so there is a little bit of work that you have to do behind it if you do so happen to be working with somebody that's selling and their home is in the best shape if they can afford it course you're going to want to tell them to you know change whether it's grab carpet if they can afford to change that carpet uh, from doors to windows to doorknobs to the paint on your wall um it all just depends their situation and like mm-hmm. if they can afford to fix up the house uh the best thing we recommend them to do obviously when they're setting up to sell and we're putting it on the mls is take pictures down of you and your family like mm-hmm. you know uh private pictures because you don't want to show that to everybody 
that's yeah. looking at your house or wanting to come see your house to see if this house you're interested in buying it. Um, so that's like really one of the number one things we look out for when we do set up for a seller mm -hmm. is to make sure they uh, take uh, pictures out of the family. And then we just basically set it up and organize it as nice as we can for them. Sometimes there's houses that are just completely empty, which is nicer because then, you know, you, yeah. can, you can pick out the couches and carpet and, you know, little pictures that uh, they have available that we can put up. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the best thing to do is just, you know, depending on your situation, is yeah. take the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, what take if pictures they, are, they can't afford to, like, really remodel it? Well, not remodel it, but fix it up before they sell it. Yeah. Do you ever sell it as is? Yeah, oh, yeah. you tell them, like, hey, you'll probably make less money or? Um. Yeah, that all just plays into the offer and when we set the price, the yeah. listing price. Uh, it all just depends. We have to come in. We do a walkthrough. Of course, we uh we signed the agency agreement um with the sellers, and from then on, like I say, we come in, we do the walkthrough, and then we compare the other houses that have been selling around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, we compare those houses whether how many bathrooms they have, bedrooms, and then we compare it to our house that uh, we're listing to sell, and then we compare those rooms and the the bathrooms, the square footage, mm -hmm. and then we go from there on listing the price of okay, well. That other house has five bedrooms and yours only has three, so it's going to be a little less, obviously. Yeah. Um. So we go on about like that way okay. when, we, when we list the price. Yeah. And, and if yeah, somebody can't afford to fix the house, of course we're not going to like force them to be like, well, yeah. you got to come up with money. Yeah. And fix this. But yeah, we do, of course, in our best interest, explain to them like, hey, like unfortunately, like buyers aren't going to like this, and this is going to look too good, but we're going to do our best to you know help you to make it look nice, fix yeah. it, sometimes even order, you know, somebody to come and clean the house, whether it's the carpets or, you know, just fix it up a yeah. little bit, yeah, and clean it nice, that way, you know, if there's a smell in the house, yeah, that <laughs> smell isn't there when there's an open yeah. house, stuff like that, so, yeah, we get, we get people like that all the time that can only sell their house as is, yeah, um, but, I like, that's why I say about real estate, everybody's situation is always different, yeah, always different, so, it's, try to get some well you said you you try you pay attention to like other houses yeah like, the neighborhood yeah do you get try to get familiar like do you ever talk to like their neighbors or anything or do you just strictly just kind of like look at other houses like online and um well a little more not so public I guess. yeah so i mean the cool thing about being a real estate agent um and if you know other real estate agents mm -hmm. like if you know a house just sold down the street um like for example in my block the neighbor across the street just sold their house yeah. or you know, X about the buddy and the listing agent, they were from Denver. Mm -hmm. So I didn't personally know them, but I was able to contact them um, and see, you know, okay, you know, how many bedrooms? Of course I know how many bedrooms. There yeah. Were. Just because I can, I can look that up. But to get my name out there and talk to the listing agent, they have their number. So I'm able to call them and be like, hey, you know, if I have any questions, uh, because my neighbor to the left of me also listed yeah. their house. Um, unfortunately, you know, I'll give a little bit of my business out there. Yeah. Uh, we had got into a clash. I was going to list his house, mm -hmm. uh, but he tried blaming my gutters for uh, flooding, <laughs> flooding his window. Yeah. And, uh, he was trying to like, you know, fix my gutters and I'm like, no, you're not going to fix my gutters. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he started going off on me, threatening me how he could call the, uh, permit department and come give me a ticket. Anyways, long story short, uh, we are no longer friends as yeah. neighbors. So he didn't list the house with me, but mm -hmm. I could call that listing agent easily and be like, hey, like, what makes you think the house is selling for this much? Yeah. Uh, like, where are you finding your properties that you're matching to compare? Um, so, yeah, you you can. It's definitely recommended as, as agents to look around, to call around, and to ask neighbors. So we can get to, to know the neighborhood. You know, yeah. how is it like? Is it quiet? Is there a lot of crime? Um, we like to know that for families because families oh, yeah, like to know for that. Sure. Especially how sketchy Greeley is sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, am I going to get murdered or not? I feel like Greeley has gotten way better. I will give props mm -hmm. to, you know, Weld County. Over the years, I would say, the last eight years, they have made it nicer. Yeah. Um, personally, I wasn't a saint in <laughs> high school. Uh, but I've learned a lot, you know, for those who did go to school with me and do know me, they know. I mean, you can ask anybody. I used yeah. to be, you know, fun. Like, I used to always party. I graduated early, but I, you know, had my little sick ways, and I just think over time,
better. Like, yeah, for you sure. know, families are doing better with their kids. I feel like they're keeping them busy in sports. They're making really nice with all the flowers and trees. And oh, the renovations. Yeah, yeah, the renovations. And I will tell you right now, people, really is getting so nice. They're building everything new. If you think the prices are going down, I think you guys have, you know, yeah. confusion because it's definitely not going down. When you see things that are getting built new and you see more population coming in, more schools being built, that doesn't mean the price is going down. That means there's demand for um, for for housing. Yeah. You know, because more people are moving here. California money is here now. I mean, oh, people for sure. have brought so their many money. Californians here. Exactly. I mean, I miss Colorado when you could drive around and like the yeah. traffic was <laughs> bad. But what can we say now? I mean, what are we yeah. going to do? What can we do? Yeah. And I think it ends up being better for us, too, because we have more. Because I remember being younger, and I'm like, oh, I wish we had this and that. And you wanted to either drive to Denver and for yeah. And I mean, you kind of still have to yeah. for certain things, but at least it's not as close. So you're like, oh, yeah. well, it's down the street or this and that. Yeah, and right. I like that, that they are building new, new stuff. New restaurants. Um, I mean, I think they just opened that um, go-kart place on 85. Oh, they reopened it. Yeah. yeah. So they renovated know, or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. props to those who decided to go all in and invest into a spot like that because that's great. Like, I think that's awesome. I can't wait yeah. to see that place five years from now. Right, yeah, it's going to blow up or yeah. even get bigger because there's a lot of, like, land around land. there, too. There's not I much there. That. Yeah, so I, I think that's really cool. I, I find that fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greeley, sometimes I'm like, I hate Greeley, but then I'm like, well, it's not as bad as people make it seem. Yeah. Yes, the cows ruin it, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, the smell definitely kills it in the morning. Yeah. Like, sometimes, I own two dogs, mm-hmm. and, like, they're well-trained, but sometimes I'm like, I wake up freaking out, because I... You think it's them? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, gosh, what'd they do? Yeah. But, no, it's but no. just Greeley. Yeah, it's just Greeley. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> do you recommend people to get an, expect- an, an inspector um, for selling? Yeah, well, selling and buying, um, not so much on the, well, if you're a seller selling your house, I guess it is good to inspect your house. Kind that to way, see what's wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, so you know what's wrong with your house. Um, as a buyer, you should definitely inspect the house um, that you're looking at. The only thing I will say is, you know, if you're a buyer, you're already approved and you're looking for houses. Um, if, if you want to make sure you go, if you go under contract, of course you want to get the inspection, but you don't want to go around paying for each house that you're looking at and, and paying for an inspection yeah. that you don't even know if you're going to put the offer in on the house, on the house or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so be picky, but the houses that you're picky with, yeah, of course, get that inspection done. You need to know if that house is up to par. Yeah, because some of these houses are old, yes. so you want to make sure there's no, like, yeah. lead or anything or mold. Or yeah, like... um, and that's a big thing, too. Um, well, to... I guess I would say with the older houses. Like right. Um, well, see, and... As a, as a buyer, if you're a first-time buyer, you want to be aware of that because uh, personally with me, I made sure I bought a house that wasn't as old, you know, because I didn't have the money to fix it, uh, the time to fix it, stuff like that. So when I bought a house, it took me about five houses to be looking at, and some of them were old. Some of them were built in 1950, some yeah. in 1970, and like, you know, some of the houses are still in good shape, but a lot of the houses... Sellers didn't even touch the carpet for all those years. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I have to go in and do that. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. I can only imagine that they didn't touch the plumbing or whatever else mm-hmm. it was. So I really had to pick and choose. And that's important for first-time buyers. If, if you don't have the money or you if you don't want nothing to break down anytime soon, make sure you're looking at a home that's not too old. Um, that way you don't have to put a lot of money in. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because the new houses are just new. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and if you take care of it, you just you don't really have to do that. Yeah, just renovations if you want. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, some people even get houses built like to their liking. Huh? Um, or is it not? Yeah. Well, builders, new builds, they, they yeah. are like that. But even new builds, I mean, they're not perfect. Yeah. I can see them they kind of scare me. Not gonna lie, because I'm like, you guys are building houses super fast. Like, are you sure that that's yeah. gonna? Um. You know, they know what they're doing, but at the same time, think about life in general. There's mistakes everywhere. Yeah. And in a new build, if you're building a new build, that's even scary too because you want it to be perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, you just make sure you're working with the, you know, uh, the, the best real estate agent for you. Make sure you're working with good investors, good builders, um, a great inspector, and hopefully that appraisal is coming in where we want it at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, speaking of that, um, what is your turnaround rate for, like, selling houses? Like, how 
is the market right now that someone could like put their house how you I guess how do so, I yeah how yes. how I'm like I don't know how to put it but yeah like how long are the houses staying on the market maybe yeah. like sitting on the market like how fast could someone be like oh I want my sell my house like pretty fast like, yeah how fast is it going to sell from them to like move on with it so like I said that's another thing about how fun real estate can be is uh, as of today, the last couple of years, we all know the market has been crazy. You know, people were on the sidelines waiting to just throw their offers. It slowed down a little bit in 2023. Um, it's not so much of a seller's market or buyer's market. It, it's kind of hard to tell um, because sellers want to sell yeah. um, and buyers are not just budging for anything anymore like they were in 21 and 22 where they were just, okay, I'll buy it for overpriced. I'll give you 10000 over. Now it's like... Um, buyers have a lot more room to negotiate so the houses are sitting on the market just depending how nice and how well maintenance your house is mm -hmm. how many bedrooms you have how many bathrooms you have you know houses right now are staying on the market for about a month or less okay. which is pretty good i was gonna say it doesn't seem too bad um back then a few years back well a couple years back um houses used to stay on the market for months because nobody was interested in buying real estate. Nobody really knew about real estate. Nobody was really educated about real estate. So yeah, houses were sitting on the market for a couple months because nobody was being approved for loans. They just didn't bother to invest into real estate. Mm -hmm. Well, now that you know so many influencers and people in general are talking about real estate, a lot of people are interested in buying real estate. So now there's a lot of buyers ready to be, you know, to be approved for a home or close on a home. But they have so much more competition yeah and so that makes it easier for sellers because we only have so much supply and that's another reason why prices are so high because houses don't grow on trees people yeah and, la <laughs> and land doesn't grow either you know the only mm -hmm. land we have is all that we got to work with yeah um so i mean i don't have a crystal ball but you know if you have the opportunity to buy a house and you're approved i highly suggest that you do that you won't regret it five ten years from now yeah I don't regret it. I mean, it was the scariest thing I could have did because that was my biggest dream I've ever had. But I'm a really still doing it. Move to like go and buy a house. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. You have to take care of it. Like you're not the landlord, or you're the landlord. Yeah. Or you can't call the landlord <laughs> and be like, "Hey, my dishwasher broke." Right. Like you have to fix the yeah. dishwasher, or even buy a new one. Or it's not like living with your parents where they worry about everything and exactly. you just go home and sleep. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not like that. But yeah, supply and demand is very tight right now. So houses aren't staying on the market for long. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there is houses that they're overpriced, and then that causes them to stay on the market for a long time, for yeah. a couple months. And then people are like, well, why hasn't that house sold? Is there something wrong with it? No, the house is overpriced, and that's why nobody's putting in offers, and that's why it's staying on the market. Yeah, and then do sellers usually budge and lower it? I mean, or, or some of them, like, super firm, like, no, this is what Yeah, so some sellers are super firm. Like, you literally have to show them by open house or by month, like, hey, like, obviously there's no activity going on. Like, nobody's interested. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we're going to have to drop the price down. And then, of course, you want to, you know, give your feedback with the facts that you have on the MLS. Like, look at the other houses that are around your neighborhood that sold, yeah. you know, within the last six, three months. So, yeah, it's a lot of negotiating, a lot of uh, going back and forth and explaining and just keeping them educated. Like, yeah. If you want to sell your house fast, you know, I highly suggest you do this, but if they're not in a rush, well, then they're not in a rush. Yeah. Yeah, I learned new things. Yeah. Literally the other day, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I should start being an adult and buy a house. But then I was just like, and then you had messaged me, and I was just like, is no, this a sign? Dude, and that I was a sign. I don't know. That is such a sign. Ever, I've always wanted to live here. I've never wanted to live here. Yeah. Ever since I was like, I graduated high school, I was like, okay, I'm finally old enough, I can leave. I wanted to go to California, but California is so expensive. I'm like, well, yeah. let's go not going to debt. Because there's people working like three jobs, living with like five roommates. I was like, and then they I still have time for a life. Yeah, I'm like, how do you guys do that? I'm like, I cannot. But then I was just like, maybe I should stay in Greeley. And then literally, I, I had messaged my sister, and then we were talking about it. And then you had messaged me. I was like, that is, is this a sign? That is such a sign, guys. If you're a spiritual yeah. person like me, I get everything's a sign to me. I'm like, is this a sign? Literally, that's yeah. a sign, girl. That is, is. a sign. Because we'll talk about more about that later. But yeah, no, literally. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you with yeah. the lender. <laughs> no, for sure. And then it's always scary as someone that's like, I really don't know anything about the market or anything. Like I told you, I watch Selling Sons and I believe that's real. And then so it's like, 
I know my credit isn't the best either, so it's like hard because I'm like, am I even gonna get approved, or how much am I gonna approve for it? And yeah. then I also don't want to settle it because yeah. then it's like I'm gonna spend all this money and invest all this time on a house, mm-hmm. and then just be like, well, I guess I have a house, but then I'm not happy yeah. with it. So yeah, no, I overthink a lot too. <laughs> you don't want, dude, you don't want to start like that, and I totally get it. That's mm-hmm. completely normal. To be scared, to have fear, to have all these emotions—that is normal, people. If you're, you were? Yeah, if, yes, I was being indecisive. I kid you not. The way God blessed me is amazing because, mm-hmm. I mean, so I was—I only qualified for so much, right? Yeah. I had this number, and that's all you could work with. You can't find any other houses that are more unless I had, you know, money for that, yeah. and I didn't. Um, and I was going to buy a house across the train tracks. Which for me wasn't the best location because I've never lived over there on that side <laughs> on of town. On the north side? Um, on 85. Oh, that way. So yeah, so oh, okay. it's really busy and yeah. there's semis and I don't know the crime there. And there's I, a lot of family too. And yeah, I don't want to say there's crime because I didn't really you know, know that neighborhood. But I was so in love with the house because it was only 20 years old. Um, and I, you know, out of all the houses I was looking at, I was like, this, this, this is the one. Like, yeah. you, you fall in love with each house. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, if they change the carpet, I'll buy the house. Yeah. That's all I asked, was just change the carpet and I'll buy the house. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. They, The sellers decided not to change the carpet. The carpet was disgusting. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want it then. Mm-hmm. The deal fell through. Um, and so I ended up not going with that house because they did, did not. Did anyone ever buy it? Yes. And this is, the market was hot. So, you know, mm-hmm. as a buyer, you had to be back. But. But I, I, I was being smart too because it's like I'm not gonna settle, and if they can't change the carpet, then I don't, I don't want. And it. it's one little thing. That, well, yeah. They decided not to. I think it's because there was a flood that happened. Uh, remember a couple oh, years back? Oh yeah. And you could literally see like watermarks on the bottom of oh, like shit. outside. So it's like ew. Like what if this was the same carpet? I don't know. I was just yeah. thinking the most. Or how much mold there is. Yes, you know, exactly. You just yeah. So I, you know. The, the deal didn't fall through. Okay, that very next day in the morning, that very next day in the morning, and this is why I became the real estate agent because of this reason, literally. I always say this story. This is like my inspiring story. But the very next day, I had found a house on the way better location, okay, way better location, complete opposite, and it was a five-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage for the same price that I was going to get the That's other house. Crazy. And that was a townhome for three beds mm-hmm. and Oh, one car garage yeah for the same and, price and you have a whole ass house now it's, i have a whole ass house in a way better neighborhood i mean the neighborhood is fantastic yeah and i have rooms that i rent out to roommates that pay my my mortgage yeah so my mortgage gets paid and i don't have to pay for it thankfully because i have enough rooms that i'm able to rent out and they, they pay yeah they help me pay my bills but yeah. that goes to show like god's work you know what i mean i wanted a house so bad that very next day, I found that house. I was up at like five in the morning looking mm-hmm. at Zillow. Found this house, and it wasn't on there the day before, so they yeah. had just put it back oh, on the market. Shit. Yeah. So the guy that was gonna buy the house decided to not buy it because he just lost his job. Oh shit. So I snagged it up off the market. Yeah. It wasn't even on the market for three hours. I love that. Yeah. I think it, it feels like it reminds me of like when you buy a car. People are always like, "Don't buy the first car you see," and that's happened to me a lot. Like, the, right before I got my car, I was yeah. going to buy another one. It was the exact same car, but it was white. It was a year older and had way more miles in it. But And it was more expensive, but yeah. I didn't know about the, the car I have now. And it was, like, my second car that I was ever going to buy myself. So I was like, okay, yeah. like it's around my budget or whatever. And then they're like, wait, we have something else. And I was like, okay. I don't, my car is red, and I hate the color red, but I was like, maybe there's a reason. <laughs> it was cheaper, had less miles, it was newer, it the only thing was the windshield was cracked, but they're like, we'll fix it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then I've been happy ever since. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That sometimes I feel like buying cars and houses are like, don't always try to go for the first thing. Yeah. But knowing me, I feel like I'm going to look up 20 houses and be like, eh. No, and that's a good, you have to be picky. I, yeah. I totally agree with that. And that's a life commitment. Yeah. Practically. I think that's a good way to look at it, the way you said it. It's like, okay, shopping for a house is like shopping for a car. Yeah. Because if you put it that way, then you'll have a little bit of understanding of what it's like to shop for a house. Yeah. So, yeah. Except be picky, a lot more picky with the house. Oh, yeah, because for sure. a house will bring you money in a car won't. No, yeah. <laughs> Cars break down and you have to put money into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. A house, well, that's different. You still have to, but you'll get your money back. Yeah. So. All right, well, now we're in the buying area. Speaking of buying. <laughs> so what are the first steps for someone um, that's never bought a house or anything? What would their first steps be? 
do you buy a house? Like, should they message you first? Should they message their bank? Should at the same time? Like, what what do you think a person should do first? Well, a lot of people don't even know where they stand financially mm-hmm. with like credit and being approved. Um, and so the first thing that I recommend doing is if okay, if you're not already doing it, please save money. <laughs> please save your money. Okay, let me do the first. <laughs> yeah. So there's programs out there, of course, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome that there's programs there at FHA, Chapa, all of that. Um, but I always recommend just saving money because when you do close on your house, you have cushion. You're not broke. You have cushion. You're still able to live your life, and you're not living check to check. Mm-hmm. So that's just a number one for me. Whether you have money saved or you're saving money, just save money. Save your money. Because um, then you're going to want to buy furniture and yeah. you know, all that stuff. Once you want to start decorating stuff. your yeah. house. I look at all this Pinterest, and I'm like, so when I have a house, I want to do this. Yeah, and I'm like, that's where all my money's going to go. No, and it, it, it really does look like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just let me tell you. Uh, but I do recommend, yes, get with, get with a real estate agent like me, your local real estate agent. Um, somebody that you know, that you trust, that you know you can trust, mm-hmm. um, and that have your best interest, get a hold of them, and then they will send you to a lender, because obviously I'm a real estate agent, I don't let you borrow the money, the bank does, the lender does, so that's my first thing, is, you know, if somebody's interested in buying a house, okay, let's see where you stand financially, you know, you've been working over two years, your credit's good, or you still have credit to work on, that's still okay too, because we help you get to that point where you're able to qualify for loans with your credit. So yeah, that's my biggest thing is get with your local agent um, and then we send you to a lender and then that lender is going to ask you for, you know, pay stuff, your your driver's license, your credit score, uh, all of that good stuff. Then they'll let you know financially where you stand. You know, it's rare where we get buyers who are ready to go, where okay, yeah. their credit's up to par, they approve for this much. They have everything ready. Yeah, like yeah. they're good, they're set, like that's, rare okay let me tell you people trust me it's normal to contact a lender and like you know your credit's not not the best yet or you know you don't qualify for as much as you would like that's why it's best to get with the lender because it's going to take time and it's a process and at least you know where you stand too exactly and uh, i know some people get scared because like oh it's a lender and it's a bank yeah like i said those emotions are normal like you should be feeling that i mean you're you're investing and you you, you're looking into something that you never have so yeah that's all normal but i mean first thing is first is being pre-approved you can't go look at houses if you don't know you're pre-approved i mean we could but why are you gonna get yourself excited like that yeah you know if you can't even yeah Yeah. um so yeah that's the that's my main thing is if you're not already saving money and working make sure you're already working and you know saving money if not if you're not saving money that's okay it's a start that's why the lender's gonna talk to you and say hey like this is what you have to work on but I'll be honest too. When I bought my house, I only had like three thousand dollars in my account. Yeah, I'll be honest. Um, so <laughs> that's better than me. <laughs> I'm more, I don't know how to save money. It's I hard, like to dude. spend it, and it's hard. But then I I'm like, if I time. want something, I need to save. Yeah. yeah. No, that and the house that I bought has been my biggest investment. Um, but I always recommend like, always buy, don't rent. And I'm not just saying that as a real estate agent. Like, I never rented. I always rented with my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom was my landlord. I helped yeah. her. And then I moved out and, and bought. But literally, like, if you can find a best friend or even a good roommate to, like, lock in, whether it's two years, a year, like, it's literally one of the best times to live for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it teaches you so much, so much how to be responsible, how to manage your money. And, and you, it's just fun. It's risky. And yeah. I'm a risky person, so. But it's a big accomplishment to be a homeowner. Yeah. Yeah. It is because you don't see much of it. Well, now you do, yeah. which is great. And I feel like it's different from now. Because, I mean, we're all around the same age. But I feel like back, even like 10 years ago, like no one was really buying houses. Or yeah. Anything. Everyone was just like living in apartments. But I feel like now, like our generation around our age group and stuff, everyone's just like, why spend money? Why spend the same, practically the same amount of money? On an apartment, because the apartments like, really are expensive. You guys don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's like two thousand dollars, right? Well, for, for, for like a one bedroom. Yeah, for a one bedroom, nothing, and like probably like a shitty town of uh, pound. And yeah. then let's just say you know your mortgage is two thousand, and then it's like people are like, "Well, why spend money on rent when you can buy a whole house?" Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's a lot more, but at the end, you're just wasting your money renting. Yeah, I mean, you and you really are. Like, I know it's a big deal. Like, oh, I don't want to maintenance a house, but it it's Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're the type, you just know, you as a person, you know, if you're already having thoughts of buying, (laughs) 
then girl, yeah. that should tell you something. But there's people out there who are said they're like, no, I don't want to own a home. I just want to travel. Okay, fine. That's fine too. I mean, you could easily buy a house rent that house out and it's literally paying that's your what mortgage. everyone tells me and i'm always like i don't want to buy one they're like just find it out later and i'm like Whoa. you're either making your landlord rich or you're making yourself wealthy i mean you pick you yeah pick. you're either putting money in their pocket or your pocket i mean I, I, it's the harsh truth but that's how i have to say it because no yeah that's the way it is you want to be rich or make someone else rich yeah yeah i mean i don't care to be rich but i want to be comfortable well yeah Comfortable where you're like, eh, yeah, swipe your card and yeah, right. doesn't matter. Yeah, a shopping spree at Target, you're like, exactly. this is fine, and that's good enough, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, literally. Um, should oh, I have a question, yeah. So, speaking of like going to lenders and stuff, so when you go to a bank and they loan you money, technically, I'm kind of dumb, so this doesn't make sense to me, but technically, does a bank pay for the house and then you just pay the bank? Yeah, basically, that they're lending you the money. Yeah. So they give you the whole money to the buyer. I mean, the, the seller. seller. Yeah, because okay. the seller wants so to sell So you don't have to house. worry about worrying about the seller. You just worry with the bank. No, and so that's why okay. the seller has an agent that represents the seller, and that's mm -hmm. why the buyer has an agent that represents the buyer. Okay. So the way I like to see it, I feel like real estate agents are low-key attorneys. Yeah. In real estate, like, because we're sitting there negotiating offers and deals, and we're closing deals. And we're, we're working with clients, okay, you have your client seller, mm -hmm. I have my client, the buyer, and I want the best interest for them, but they also want the best interest for them. Yeah. So we have to come to terms with, okay, well, we can do this, and, you know, the seller accepts this offer, but, you know, this and this, such and such, okay, cool, and then inspections and appraisals come in and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, the bank lets you borrow the money. Um, and the bank pays off for the seller because the seller wants to walk away with their $500,000 and not yeah. worry about you ever again. So, yeah, they get their money, and then yeah. now you're working with the lender. That's who that's who your landlord yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, so you don't have to ever worry about the seller. Yeah. No. Oh, I like that. Because I'm like, that seems like too many people to worry about. Yeah. Well, sometimes, like I say, real estate is you know, so full of different stories that sometimes, as a buyer, you know the seller. Yeah. There's a specific house that you want to buy, and the seller's willing to sell it to you, you know, and then you do know the seller. You know, mm -hmm. but uh, a lot of times, no, people don't know the seller or the buyer. Yeah. Because it's the agents representing them. That's crazy. Should someone, um, if they're wanting to sell and slash buy, should they sell their property first before buying one? Or, again, it all just depends on your situation. Okay. Um, I'm working with clients right now who, uh, the house that they're in now, mm -hmm. they want to sell that house and get a bigger house. But, long story short, I won't say any names. They had listed with another agent before mm -hmm. being approved for a home. Oh, so yeah. yeah, they could have sold their house and walked away with you know, whatever, but they weren't approved for another house. Oh damn! And so they called me and they asked me, hey, look, this is what's going on, and da 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 da. And I'm like, hey, wait, like, are you working with a real estate agent? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, why would they set you up, you know, to sell the house, which I think is great. But then you're not even approved for a loan. How are you going to sell your house and then you want to go buy another house, but you're not even approved for a loan? Yeah. Yeah, they were going to walk away with money, but you still have to put your down payment down. And, of course, you don't want to just jump off of the money made off of your house. You know, you're going to have to get a loan out. Nine times out of ten, you know, people get second loans out when they buy and sell again or sell and buy again. So with that story, he ended up listing the house. And I was like, well, you know, you're not even approved for another loan. What if you sell your house? Then you're not going to have nowhere to go. Yeah. Because where are you going to go? You just sold your yeah. house and you don't you're know where to go. Exactly. Yeah. And he really thought about it. And he's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you're completely right. And I'm like, well, you know, I'll let you figure this out. Like, you have mm -hmm. your real estate agent. But, if, you know, if you, if you have questions, just call me. Well, he called me about two weeks later. And he ended up canceling his listing. He ended up taking it off the market. And he ended up uh, working with me. So now we're, we're working together. And so luckily he did call me because when I sent him to my lender, he has credit he needs to work on. Oh, okay. And he has a debt that he needs to pay off. So the plan is to get him approved for the loan that we want him to. And then that way when we sell the house, that house is able to pay off the debt. And then he still walks away with money. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So then he's approved for the loan. He walks yeah. away with money and his debt's paid off. And then he can start looking at houses. And so he can start looking at houses. Yeah. But we'll already know what he's approved for because you yeah. know, he's working with the credit bureau right now. Mm -hmm. So so that's kind of cool. Would he be stuck getting a house first before he sells? Or um, is it kind of going to fall at the same time? See, and yeah, that's the fun part is, uh, well, we don't have him approved for the loan yet because mm -hmm. we're waiting for that, for his credit. Um, and so once the, you know, the credit bureau comes back and says, like, yeah, okay, we're willing to, we're willing to compromise with him and 
If he sells the house or pay off the debt, we'll give him this loan. That's when yeah. we're waiting on the credit bureau. Oh, okay. Bureau. Credit bureau. So, excuse me. Once they come back and let us know, okay, yeah, we approve of this, um, that's when we can start fixing the house up, making it look nice, and putting it on the market. Yeah. Okay. And then he's approved for this loan already. So. Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah. See, that's so much that I yeah. just don't think about. I know, and it's a lot. It's a lot. It's You're learning so much every day. Mm-hmm. And there's different loan programs. There's different loan types. There's different property types. Um, there's there's a lot. That's yeah. The yeah, there's a lot. And I've heard, do you ever recommend someone, because um, I've heard good and bad things about, like, someone buying a house with an HOA and stuff. Yeah. Or, eh. um, well, HOAs is, like, another bill. It's another bill yeah. that they're charging you every month. So if you feel comfortable paying between 200 to $300 a month for maintenance on HOA in your neighborhood, then all right, it's not a big deal. Um, you have no choice. If you enter into a neighborhood and you really like the house and they have HOA, like you can't avoid that HOA. You yeah. have to pay it. So that's important to look at when you're buying a house is if you want HOA or you don't, um, don't don't fall in love with a house that has HOA because yeah. you'll have to pay the HOA. Uh, but there's people who do find homes and they're not in HOA areas. And that's even better because that's less of a payment for you. Yeah, and I've heard that they've been, I see on TikTok, they get like, they get mad for the littlest thing and I'm just like, they're really strict yeah. yeah they're really strict um like in, in um in some neighborhoods like you can't have your trash out like you can't, your, your trash can't be overfilled i heard like, that you can they can't even see it like it has to be covered or yeah something. it's it's pretty ridiculous it's kind of i think uh not fair it should be illegal yeah nobody to, likes to determine that much yeah, yeah. it's like eh. I know some neighborhoods fight against HOAs. Like, they'll all come together and put mm-hmm. the letters in, and they'll be like, yeah, well, you know, the whole neighborhood's agreeing to this and such and such. Like, you know, some places charge HOA, and they don't even shovel your driveway or, mm-hmm. like, the sidewalk, I should say. Yeah. Why are you charging me this if you're, you're not going to do yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah, there's some there's unfairness in that, but, you know, that's why you have a badass real estate agent right? so they yes. can find you a house <laughs> without HOA or find you one if there is. That's not so, not that's so strict it. or something. Or so strict. Yeah. Do you have any Karen stories? Have yeah. you, like, ran into any Karen's while, like, um, or not yet? Well, <laughs> I wouldn't, like, real estate's so fun. Like, it really is because it's something different every day. And, like, um, you, of course, you want to act professional and at your best interest with everyone, whether that's a real estate agent that you're working with, another one. Um, you know, the seller's real estate agent or just agents that you're meeting in general at open houses. Um, I I wouldn't say I've ran into Karen, but like when you're somebody that's young like me, mm-hmm. some of them just think you're stupid. Yeah. And I don't mind if they assume that I'm stupid because I like my work to show for itself. But uh, there's just some, some Karens out there that are, you know, been in the business for 30, 40 years. And, you know, they, they're well, you know, can be. Yeah. They can, they can be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, retired. Yeah. These Karens You're can like, be, why are you still working? Yeah, yeah, these Karens can be retired, but they choose to, you know, still do their thing with real estate. And I did come across um, a real estate agent not too long ago, about a month ago. I was representing a client, and um, the client wants to really stay in the house that they're already running in. So it's basically a for sale by owner because the landlord already has the buyer in the house, mm-hmm. right? So I don't have to market the house. I don't. Have, they didn't have to do much because the buyer's technically in the house. Yeah. But you know, the buyer contacted me. I got her the the loan. Uh, I've been working with her. I got her credit up to par the last couple of months, and um, the seller's agent was that was representing the seller. You know, the lady. Uh, she called me. She's like, "Hey, you know, this is such and such. I just wanted to know." Uh, what you would like your commission to be. Yeah. And like I said, I'm well aware of it's technically a for sale by owner. So when it's usually for sale by owners, they don't like to pay the full percent of commission mm-hmm. just because they already have a buyer. Yeah. Right? They didn't have, we didn't have to go look for the buyer. Um, and so when I told her, you know, okay, well, such and such is what I'd still like to get paid. I was well aware of, I could have easily got denied, but because I do have standards and like, I like to hold my name up to par and stand on you know what my work is and what the value i put in i told her and she kind of laughed at me she laughed at me like straight up yeah she laughed at me and my whole thing was why are, why would you ask because she's like yeah you're crazy if you think the sellers are gonna pay you that 
and in my head I'm thinking, well, why would you go out of your way to ask me what I want to get paid if you already know that yeah. the sellers only want to pay me this percentage? You know? Yeah, like what was the point of yeah, that? Yeah, so but she started off, you know, we're, we're, gonna, we're here negotiating a deal. You're representing mm-hmm. your seller. I'm representing the buyer. And that's how you want to start off. Yeah. You know? So she started it off, like, you know, way to the left. And like I said, I was not aware that she could have easily told me that. But she was a Karen for that. And then she's like, well, let me call my sellers. We'll see what they say. And then she calls me back. And she's like, well, the sellers actually want me to just be the transaction broker. And the transaction broker is basically um, the transaction broker working for the buyer and the seller. Oh, and I said, well, that sucks for you because my buyer doesn't feel comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. And me and my buyer already have a buyer's agency agreement. It's a contract where they can't go work with anybody else because mm-hmm. we have a contract. Yeah. Not that, that they wanted to because they completely trust me and they love me. Yeah. Uh, but but it's there they, in place. Yeah. And so she thought that she could, you know, just be like, well, I'm going to be the only real estate agent that's working this transaction. Because she wanted to get the money. Yeah. You know, one or two yeah. things. But hey, you're not the only person to say that. Yeah. yeah. She wanted to take my part of the money too. And it's like, well, that sucks because I've already been working with the buyers. They're not mm-hmm. going to feel comfortable going with you. Well, we clearly know you have the best interest for the seller. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they were overpricing the house. So we were already arguing about that. The, the house was overpriced. I told them, let's get an appraisal. Yeah. They didn't want to get an appraisal. And so, yeah, that deal fell through. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always so much. Yeah. I keep saying that, but no, I'm like, it's, it's like lot. I'm learning so it's much. It's fun. Yeah. It's so fun. And it's. It's like a whole different like career that I did. Like I knew it existed, but I didn't know there was like so much you had to put into it. Life is just life is just all about numbers. Yeah. Oh, a thousand. Big percent. or small. Big yeah. or small, and that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself doing this for a long time? Um, I do. I personally mm-hmm. do. Uh, I've never been a school girl. I've never liked school. Yeah. So this was a big deal for <laughs> me to go to school and get my license. It took a lot of work, like, mm-hmm. for me, because I'm so, like... Did I push yourself to actually do it? Or? Yeah, I disciplined myself. Like, I, I, did, I did some... I quit some stuff that I was doing before um, that were just bad habits and not keeping me tunnel vision. Yeah. Um, and I did it all online. I did the schooling online. I think that made it harder. Mm. Um, but now that I... I work for Keller Williams, the brokerage, um, and they offer great events. They offer great training classes. And as a new agent, that's really good for me because I need to stay educated. I need to stay uh, in the market and know what's going on. A lot of brokerages don't offer what Keller Williams does. Um, and so I love working with Keller Williams yeah. because I'm always learning. Always learning. I love that. How did you find them? Did, was your real was your real estate agent working with them or did you just So no, the agent that I closed with, he actually is at another brokerage. But he'll come to yeah. some of our trainings. <laughs> And I think he likes Keller Williams, mm-hmm. but like everyone's situation is so different that you kind of have to just uh, stay stay where you're at at certain times in your life mm-hmm. and then move um, when it's like best for you. And yeah, I think like that's, it's not his time yet. Yeah, I think that's a lot of uh, what brokerages and like the real estate agents. You can't, I mean, you could just get up and leave, but like some of them have deals that need to fall through within mm-hmm. the next 30 days and so they can't leave because yeah. they're with that brokerage. Um, so stuff like that, but... I was personally reaching out to other real estate agents that were local in Greeley, mm-hmm. and then I, I just started uh, interviewing with other brokerages, um, and I was seeing which one fit me best. What do you have to offer me, too? Yeah. Not only me offering you this, because, mind you, real estate agents, we don't get paid monthly. Like, we have to pay out. You know, we have to pay for our desk fees, um, the office fees, like, paper fees, all, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they don't pay us. We only get paid when skills are closed. Um, and so that's, that's how I went about finding my brokerage is reaching out to local agents and then, uh, interviewing with all these brokerages and then picking the one that fit me best. Yeah. In my situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Literally like, it's so interesting. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's so much more to learn too. This is, like I said, my first year and mm-hmm. I've already learned a lot. Um, I've already experienced quite a bit too, but I have so much more. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So, backing a backtrack. I can't even talk today. Backtracking a little bit. When you said that you went on Zillow and then you found a different house. Um. So can any agent go and find the, any house you want, even if someone else is like on the house? Yeah. So one thing I will say is, okay, Zillow is not a hundred percent correct. 
um, Zillow is only for people like us who, you know, are just regular people, uh, you know, on the phone at freaking five in the morning. Yeah. Um, so that's what Zillow gives us to offer. But real estate agents have an MLS and it's, it's like Iris. We call it Iris. Um, and that lists all the homes that are on the market mm -hmm. and it gives us all the information that other people can't see. Okay. Um, so, you know, when I found the house on Zillow, I just sent the address straight to my real estate agent and then they looked up all the information. We set up a showing. I looked at it that same day and I said, I have, I have to run away with this. This yeah. is, this is the house. the house. This yeah. is the deal. Like, this is a sweet deal. The location, like I already got the loan, like, let's do it. Let's close on it. It was a fast closing and it was like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I always wondered about them. Cause like, cause I know, yeah. Cause I feel like Zillow's was like, it's more for like the consumer and not for yeah. the other person. So it was like, well, Sometimes some of the houses are overpriced or yeah. underpriced, so that's why I say it's not one hundred percent correct. Yeah. If you really like a house, like reach out to to a, a local agent mm -hmm. that you're you know you're trusting, and that way they can be like, oh yeah, it's actually listed for this much yeah. because the iris page actually gives you the actual facts, like up to date and everything, square footage, up to date, how much it's selling for, um, who's the listing agent, stuff like that. Yeah. Zillow's more like here's the pictures. And yeah, Zillow doesn't give you the. It just gives agent. you season. Yeah, it gives yeah. you it gives you the pictures and then it gives you their estimated price. Oh, okay. So that's what it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it basically gets numbers from other other um, websites. Yeah. Um, but like I said, they're not always a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Some are, but some aren't. Yeah, they they're just grabbing what they can from what they see, what we see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, me. Thanks for reaching out. And now I'm like, okay, maybe I do want to buy a house. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's exciting. It's a process. Um, even if you don't, if you were to you know get approved now and you just can't find a house within mm -hmm. the four months, hey, there's always if another four, four months. months. You have four months uh, for a loan up to qualify for the loan. So mm -hmm. let's say you qualify for five hundred thousand. That five hundred thousand, as long as you're working and doing what mm -hmm. you're staying doing, um, it stays at See, another thing <laughs> but yeah but thank you for joining me um i will have all her information down in the description box even on the post i have and then you guys can message her directly for anything don't forget you can listen to me on spotify apple Podcasts, and you can see our beautiful faces on youtube bye, bye. <laughs>